welcome back everyone to Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves. Hello, hello. Checking in on round 10. This is Erin. I'm Rose. Well, what do you live from Perth? Also Where? known as Wally. Yeah. Wally Whoop. Wally Whoop. Wally Whoop. More like Whoop Whoop. It's Fremantle. Am I right in WA, guys? Huh? True. <laughs> Bit of a time difference. Um, Geelong Fremantle. Geelong Wally Whoop. I think that Fremantle are going to win. Okay. It'd be fun. I'd be very happy to see that. Geelong are incredibly patchy and difficult to read. Mm. Brad Close and Jordan Clark playing against each other, both in long sleeves, is really an optical illusion. Like never before. What is the Geelong... Are they just white sleeves? Because obviously yeah. everyone's got their indigenous currencies on. Yeah. Nat Fife's big news for today. Nat Fife is back. And... and he was a sub. He was a sub last week, um, so he's back for his first full game. Which is a great way to get to 400 games, isn't it? Yeah. Just Wait, 400? I don't know, just... He won't make 400. No way. Has I think he he's had even 300? 300? He's not that old. He's not I that old what I had injuries. I retract what I saw. Oh my god! Oh, he just, just broke that person's jaw. Tom Atkins. Not that my man, like... Tom Atkins. Does anyone else feel like Nat Fife is disgustingly overrated? Yeah, but also I never like watch Fremantle games except for in this situation. So he's not that rated now, is he? Because he just hasn't played in like two years. But people still act like he should be as rated as he was. We won two Brownlee medals. But even at the time, I was like, this guy. Yeah, but probably you're right, Rose. It's because I don't watch many Fremantle like games. Fifty percent of Brownlee medals. Do you remember when Matt Pritis won? That was like, um, who's Matt Pritis? Great question. He was like that Gold Coast. Guy West with Coast. the sorry West Coast guy with the um, two minute noodles hair, he won in twenty fifteen, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah!" And everyone was like, "This is the first time I'm hearing that name ever." Yeah, I he, do remember that. He was a great he was a great midfielder, but yeah, he was a bit of a no one. Mm. I mean, you have to be great midfielder to win the Brownlow Medal, don't you? It was just random ass. Oh, rundown tackle. Um, so where are these two teams at? What happened for Fremantle last week? They had a big win over someone Hawthorne. Maybe. No, yeah. Was that the week before? Was it Hawthorne? I don't think it was Hawthorne. It was um, someone else. And Geelong had a... Gold Coast? Mm. No, they played West Coast. Let me find out. I Ge- don't know. Geelong had a... It's because we didn't record a podcast last week, and now we're all um, out of whack. Yeah. Fremantle beat Sydney last week. Right. At okay. the SCG. Who so have I tipped? Because I, I do feel like Fremantle are going to win, but I can't recall my, my tip. I think Geelong are going to win, and that's who I tipped. Well, I tipped along, but I wish I, re- I regret it all. Let me check. Even though the scores are zero zero, I just <laughs> they've got to look about them for you. Oh damn it! I tipped along too. So Port had a good win against Melbourne last night. A good win. Mm. Great win. Great win. What else has happened since we all last gathered together? Zach Butters has become a man. Zach Butters has become a man. That's so true. That's fine. It was the most stressful game to watch. It wasn't about his performance becoming a man. It was like after in the interview when you looked at him and you were like, "When did?" It's like when you see a kid, like a family friend that you haven't seen since they were six, and now they're a teenager, and you're like, "When did you grow up?" That's how I felt mm. about Zach Butters yesterday. The only I went to check my um, my my notes for the game. The only thing I've written down is Oleg Markov. What? For, about whom I have a lot to say. Markov. Yeah. 
Okay, let's hear it. Well, he's the Tsar, direct descendant of the Tsar. <laughs> and he's got the coolest moustache of everyone in the AFL. He's also... Cool really Zach Tui? Yeah. I think it's not as cool. Zach Tui's feels more like that belongs on his face, whereas Markov's is sort of cartoon character. But they're both paying homage to their heritage and... No, I think Markov's looks really good. I didn't say it looks bad. I just think it looks more cartoon charactery. He also which isn't a bad thing at all. It's seems like a in. really happy guy. And when he runs, it looks like he's running on his tiptoes. <laughs> it's really enjoyable to watch. I would highly recommend everyone in their next column game. Keep an eye out for Markov striding down the wing. Oleg. Yeah. Okay. Just clarifying. And his Russian mama came to the Mother's Day game. It's a good footy story, isn't it? Like what is the story? I think he was just—he's just, he was from just given a second chance. Uh-huh. Well, this is like his fourth chance. Yeah. He's played for the Suns. He's played for Richmond. At the beginning of this season, he trained once with Hawthorne, I think, or another Melbourne club, and then they were like didn't invite him. This back. season, yeah. And then Craig McRae was like, "Come here, Oleg." Um, and he's played every game. He hasn't played every game. He played a couple games in the VFL to start off. And then he was the sub, and now he's not the sub. Oh, prepare. Which I feel like is, happens more, like, occasionally than you think, that the sub actually works their way into the team mm. without there being, like, a permanent injury. Uh. It's like, once you get stuck as the sub or the guy mm. that gets subbed off... It's, it's like, like Matt White occurs. used to be Port's big sub. Because yeah. he would come on in the last quarter with the fast legs because he was such a good runner. Optus Stadium, what can we say about that beautiful venue, apart from the fact that it's beautiful? Um, I, my one critique about it, I don't like the, like, the jailing of the fans. Mm. The fence around, it looks like a prison. And also it's like, you know, I can see why from, from a viewing standpoint, it's like great to be elevated. Mm. But it's like kind of that weird, like, disconnect that you don't see in any other films. And I think... Mm. I've been there, but I don't think I'd like it. My perspective of being there is that it creates a, like, you feel like you're watching, in in times of old, watching the gladiators perform. Yeah. (laughs) It's more of a blood sport energy. Carlton, are you actually in the front row, though? It's my question. No, like, never, but I just think it's weird to, like, even to watch on TV, too. Yeah. So, what else is new? Obviously, are we going to get into the Alistair Clarkson stuff, or is that, is that... Are we all too exhausted about it's talking too, about that? Too political for Yeah, it might be too political. I'm glad that North didn't win for that reason, because otherwise the story would be like, oh, they did it, like, yeah. for him, for this it's great man, at this great round. football club. Yeah, God. It is pretty... It really brings into... I know we just said it, we were not going to talk about it, but it brings into sharp contrast the tokenism that Jack, Johnny P. Dynamo has asked us about on this very podcast before, when, like... You know, they've all got the indigenous design Guernseys, they've got they've changed the club names, and yet the main story is everyone being like, God, Clarko, you know, we love you, mate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I don't know. Depends where you look. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, if you don't want to read about Clargo, there's lots of things that don't... <laughs> I'm talking about the football media when you're watching the football. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but... 
well. Was that your KI footy and stuff like that? Well, yeah, I know that, but I'm talking about the dominant voice. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you being a hater? I'm not. I like the gold square painted with the Aboriginal flag. That was a good look. That looks good. It's the Torres Strait at the other end, I believe. Oh, cool. Wait, you mean Tiwi? Tiwi Island flag? Does Torres Strait have its own flag? Yeah. Mm. Oh, really? It's oh, the, shit. Um, Change the channel. It's the... The legs one. White legs. I don't know if I they actually have legs, that. but they sure as hell look like little legs. With the green and blue and white. Isn't that... I thought that was Tiwi Island. No. It's Torres Strait. No. Do your research, kiddo. This one? Yeah, that's the Torres Strait Island. What's the Tiwi Island flag? <laughs> This is a good opportunity for me to educate myself as part of Doug Nichols Round. Yep, I was... I'll say it loud and I'll say it proud. I was wrong. We know! I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not admitting it to you. I'm admitting it to the listeners. Oh, okay. Why you Why are you... Why are you hating on me? I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to. Come on, Jezza. Does everyone know that um, Jeremy's Instagram handle is Outback Athlete? No. And it's really charming. Have you seen this, Jaden? No. I'll look it up. Just because he plays in Geelong. Oh, sorry. It's Outdoor Athlete. And his, his bio is professional AFL athlete obsessed with the outdoors. Outdoors with a capital O. Mm. This is my life when the boots come off. Two exclamation marks. What does he do? Um, is, it, is it just him like sitting in his garden? No, <laughs> chopping wood with the dog in the back of the U oh, yeah. on this like scoop truck thing. Mm, looks like he's got a roof over boat. his head in a few of these scenarios. With a big fish. That is a big, with another big fish. It looks like the same fish. Wait, gosh, the other one. That one's got his mouth in. And he's got his hat forwards in one photo and backwards yeah, in the other. Yeah, but do you think he just did that to make it look like he caught a giant fish twice? Actually, possibly. It looks like this was the photo he took on the day, and then this is the screenshot of the YouTube video of that same day that he's Yeah, used. and the sun's just set a little. Yeah. Well, anyway, he just looks like a guy who loves to get his hands dirty and experience all the richness that Whoa, this planet Whoa, wait, gives go us. back. What the fuck was that fish? There was, like, a really big one that was... Ooh. No, not that one. This, look at that! Whoa! It's like a Technicolor dream. And it's got a really fat, squashed head. I don't know, it's cool. Apparently his nickname is Dart. Darty. So what does everyone think about Fremantle this year? They suck. Every game I've seen them play has been so incredibly disappointing and mm. they've been so uncompetitive, but I don't know. Apparently they've turned over a new leaf and mm. everything's changed. So I don't what do we think happened between this year and last year? Justin Longyear started coaching from the bench. That's what started happening. True. Did everyone see Luke Jackson kicking goal with his pants down last week? Ooh, I keep forgetting to look up the footage. It was pretty, pretty good stuff. He's got a good bum. <laughs> For how long were his pants down? Uh, well, they were pulled down as he was like running towards the goal, and then rather than break stride, he like kept going and kicked, and then pulled them up once he had released. Were they down at the front as well? No, no, no it's just, just like parking his bum. Yeah, okay. it was probably like. A total of five seconds, but in slow-mo. Andy it's Brayshaw. Obviously, they've talked so much about the DAC this yeah. week, but then they haven't, like, for example, on the front bar, they did, like, a, 
a compilation of different moments where players lost their pants. Right. Such as Corey Enright getting his shorts tackled off and then, like, continuing to play while wearing Speedos. Yeah. Um, but they didn't include Luke Jackson's goal. Right. And I was like, it's right there and I haven't seen it yet, so can you please play the footage? But, there was, alas. There's a piece of footage from, like, the 80s or 70s or something where, like, a player, like, loses his shorts or he loses a drawstring in his shorts and he just fully just takes them off because he's having a shot for goal. Uh, it's really funny. That Nathan Murphy dacking, though, that that was a proper dacking. Like, that was an intentional dack. Did he get a fine for that? He did. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Also, that's, like, one of those things where I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't do that at work. Very good, let's move on. But it's like, how fucking bored are you that you talk about that? I remember I said to you that it was like the whole thing of like people being like, it's so wrong, and then playing the footage like three times while they were talking about how like unfair it is to do that to someone, and it's like, how embarrassing is yeah, it? Like yeah, this yeah. Dude, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, like, not even just once to contextualise <laughs> so the conversation, but... Oh, incredible mark. You know, two or three times. So it was just... It's our squinty-eyed king, Jaya Miss. It was a beautiful kick. Beautiful kick. That was a beautiful piece of play from Fremantle, from coast to coast. I love this sleepy man. He's... He he's just, quite freckly. He looks permanently, um, like he's just been roused from bed. <laughs> yeah the same thing with the conversation about booing recently it's like can we just shut the fuck up yeah so let's not drag these conversations out it's only going to make more people get decked I reckon another goal from Jayamis yeah no I do agree and I think it was like you know it does go away when people stop talking about it no one's booed Jack Innovent this year for yeah. example yeah that's a good point and last year when it was talking about it, he'd get that booed when he was on the bench, not even when he mm. had the ball. Mm. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Fremantle are back. They're the real deal. I hope they're back. It would be more interesting if they were back. Uh, she was staring at you. And it'd be nice as well if, um, if there was a Western team mm. in the mix, because it's like... Already the time slots are always like slightly off at Optus Stadium and that kind of thing. And it's like, if you're just going to... There already is a thing called Western Rose. <laughs> In the West. Anyway, is this... You ever watched any games this weekend? Is this the first one? I saw some of the cards before and it was really boring. I... Yeah. Um, I, w- I wasn't really watching the port game because I was too stressed, but I was following on my phone while I was upstairs listening to Jaden yelling. So I kind of watched. I watched without my eyes. Do you listen to the radio when you're not? No, I, I just like stare at the app and watch the time ticking down. So cool. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds fun. Oh, oh. You know how you don't want to watch Nobody the stressful games? Yeah. It's like you can do that and avoid the pain, but it's also if you don't watch, then you don't get to see the good parts, which is what last night was. I know. I don't like watching the stressful games. Yeah, like, I know what you're saying. Last year was very hard for me. Yeah. 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 Some people love it, but I don't, I don't like... It's it's great when you win, but if you don't win, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. But even when, when I, when the win is claimed, it's also like, shiss, that was lucky. It's yeah. not like, wow, we're so good. It's like, oh, we got away with one there. Hmm. So you would love it if you just, like, smash teams every week. Hells yeah. 
I think I would too. too. <laughs> That's way more enjoyable. No, yeah, it's it more enjoyable good. in the... It's, the, it's like when it's a stressful game, it's not enjoyable in the moment, but then when you watch the highlights back, it's like, oh, that was so good. Yeah. But if you watch... if It's the inverse when it's the opposite. Like, yeah. if you if it's a good game to watch in the, the moment... the inverse when it's mm. the opposite. It's I'd so rather true. actually, like, a two-goal margin, because then you know that it's been a close and entertaining contest. Mm. But ultimately, you are better and presumably within that safe area at some point towards the end of the game. Yeah. I think it's, my ideal outcome is like close contest for three quarters and then the last quarter you just run away. That's with so it. true. Mm. That is so Kick true. 12 goal, 12 goal fourth quarter. Yeah. And all the other players get last minute gastro and can't, <laughs> and can't play on. Speaking of, how many times is Will Hoskin Elliott going to get gastro? Oh, really? Is that yeah. And always when he gets there, he gives it to Sean Dwelly. Huh. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> they share the same toilet. Maybe. Hoskin Elliott de well, they're lock- Maybe they're lockers are next to each other. Well, it's the two and 32, so presumably not. Is it not in alphabetical order? No, they do it in numbers. Do you remember when me and Hannah Drew had our lockers next to each other for all of high school and never spoke to each other? No, I wasn't. In- Did they do ours with... Um, it was alphabetical. Houses? It was alphabetical within houses. Yeah, the houses thing was so annoying. Yeah. Like stop, make, try, stop trying to make it happen. Like no one can No one feels patriotic towards their fucking schoolhouse. Yeah, it's not you know the famous five when we're at boarding school when yeah. it's in in in, in Blyton's England. And also because it never changes, so it's like if you don't know that many people in your house or like care for them, like me. Then I was like, well, here we go. Mm. Eight years of boring mornings with the role. <laughs> I had a weird... I had a... I thought she wasn't bad. Why are we talking about this? Anyway. <laughs> Is anyone else feeling, like, a bit scared when they... Not scared, that's not the right word. Looking at Luke Jackson, I, I just feel like he, like, is dirty. It's something about the set of his jaw. Like, bacterially speaking? Yeah. Is it because he looks so reminiscent of, like, a Spartan... I don't know. I actually don't know that, what like, it is. And I haven't thought this until this year. So maybe it's something about the colour purple on his skin. I feel like I can't sleep until I see him in leather sandals. Because that's what makes the most sense for him. Oh. He should he should star in Ridley Scott's Gladiator 2 with um, Paul Mescal because Barry Keown dropped out due well, to scheduling like, conflicts. That's the energy that he's giving me. And maybe that's yeah, why you think that. he's dirty because it's like famously... People were dirty. That's true. Maybe. In Maybe he was a gladiator in a past life. Is this a boring game? Or am I just... So I just think it's like we're not emotionally invested in the team. So we'll probably play a factor. Mm. We're actually... This is... Yeah, we didn't really say this is the first half. And the scores are currently 2-1-13, 1-4-10. The first, first half we've done all year. Look out! Do you think that the long socks will come back in fact? Like, obviously, they all wear long socks. But do you think that the, the pulling up of the long socks will ever come back? Well, Jordan, Jason Horn Francis does it. And I think because of that, lots of kids will copy him. And that means that the next generation will all do it. I totally disagree. Because we had Sean Burgoyne, Lance Franklin, and Patrick Dangerfield, mm. who are far bigger stars than JHF and revered by their various clubs, and no one does it. Oh. I mean, you can see how all of them have, like, the short socks now. They're, like, little ankle socks. Yeah, like Matt Rao. Mm. Like Matt Rao. And that, that's a perfect point because Matt Rao sort of started wearing tucked in jumper with the long socks. He looked like your, mm. your classic footballer. Now he's gone. Is he? I think he's untucked with the short socks now. 
What's happened to him? It's all that grass he's been eating. Yeah. He's such a freak. I just need an explanation for the grass. Yeah. And also you can tell that he like is actively not enjoying it when he's doing it. So yeah, it's like forcing yeah, him. Yeah, that's so true. But well, it'd be crazy if he was like, <laughs> if he like at a certain yeah. noble who's like, mm. that's a good question. <laughs> Would you, is it is it weirder to be seen eating the grass and enjoying it, or eating the grass and not enjoying it? Enjoying it is weirder. You think? Yeah. Because at least if he's enjoying it, it's like, well, you know, to each their own. But if he's not enjoying it, it's like there's no reason that you should be doing this. Um, <gasps> also, amazing girl from Sean Darcy. Also, commit like, uh, talk to the groundskeepers. Get one of those. You know how they like stick it back in the thing at the. Yeah. They should. Oh yeah, stick yeah. Fork. Give it to Matt Rao. Maybe like toast <laughs> it over an open flame <laughs> first, and then he can. I've just figured out what it is about Luke Jackson, by the way. I've just figured out what it is about Luke Jackson that I, I off is off putting to me. It's like he has he can't close his mouth. His jaw is always hanging wide open, and it's like he's. It's something about the shape of his jaw and he never closes his mouth. And that's, that's my reason. He's like those dogs that, wow, that goal umpires work shimming up against <laughs> the post. And like, so, that was crazy. So I take it back about him. Being I feel like if you got like that. a slow boat in on that, it would be like one fiber from his shirt. With like <laughs> um, and so he's like one of those dogs whose tongue is too big for their mouth. And it's like, yeah, you can try to like push their tongue in and it constantly comes out a little bit. Yeah, it is that. It is exactly that. Mm. Perfect analogy. Well, well, well. Now well, gonna... yep. uh, nine points up. Three minutes, 45. I knew it. What? Next goal wins the game. <laughs> I wish I'd tipped Fremantle. I'm so um, frustrated with myself. I'm frustrated with myself because it's like, I may as well just tip up since it's mm. I reckon James H has dyed his hair a bit. He looks blonder than he ever has before. Could just be that sweet western sun. Yeah, that surfing he's doing. Bit of lemon juice. Mm. Can I ask a question? Absolutely, you can. You know how we have like the scoreboard in the top left corner of the TV screen? Uh huh. You know when you look back at old footy clips Uh. and you see the scoreboard and you feel really nostalgic? Uh. It's like the one where they had it in like the box. Bottom left-hand corner, and it's just like the blue black box? and white, like the white writing on the blue bo- on the black box with the red time mm. square. Yeah, you know that one. Yeah, that's like I look back at that. I was like, that was the perfect scoreboard. And uh, this one, I'm like, are people going to look back at this and be like, oh yeah, I want that scoreboard back? It oh. looks stupid. Well, I think it's one of those things where you don't notice it changing, and then you look back and you think, God, when did that happen? I wish they got rid of like. I know the one you mean as well, and there was like an iteration of that where it was like kind of that like fake light shining on it, so that it yeah. gave it depth to look grounded. I and hated it was, that. It was like one ribbon as opposed to the two names on top of each other. Yeah, they were next to each other. Is that right? No. Okay, I'm thinking. No, they were one above the other. I think they should just have it like block enough with the gradient nonsense and like this weird color emanating from next to the emblems of the. Like, they're, like, precious magic stones that hold mm. powers. They should just have a very simple... This one. Why is Geelong the only club that doesn't have... Oh, yeah. That's why, yeah, I see. Yeah, that's a nice one. I do miss the um, five-minute warning, and mm. they change it to... Because yeah. even though it's, like, I want to know, because I can't help myself, but I hate, like, being at the game, and it's, like, the last few games I've been to Adelaide have been really close, and then... You could hear like the 
tiny whispers, like it all like catches on of like everyone's like, there's thirty seconds to go. Yeah, yeah. There's fifteen seconds to go. And it's like, yes, I want to know, but the point of being like at the game is that you don't know. What's well, not the point? But it is a part of it, or has been historically for me. But that to the conversation we had before about the stressful games. The not knowing the time when you're there is like a, that for me is a, is a personally an unbearable experience. I think it's less stressful when you don't actually have the countdown because you can have hope, and then it's sort of like a point of like you know when there's a stoppage you can be like oh there can't be much more to go. Mm, but I think it's more about expectation setting. Like if you know there's forty seconds to go, you can be like you know what it's over. But if you don't, like you're constantly thinking. Is it now? Is it now? Is it now? Is it now? You know, it's like a pro- it's a prolonged state of anxiety as opposed to like you can prepare yourself yeah. earlier. But I want now that we're talking about it, I can't remember the last time the final siren went and I saw like the ground shake, like the camera because of all the noise coming out. It's probably because people know how long there is to go, so it's not the like fire. It's like when Nick Davis kicked the the goal mm. with like t- five seconds left or whatever mm. it was in the mm. last quarter in the two thousand five. I see it, but I don't five. believe it. Did you see Ted Hinkley's dance last night? <laughs> no, I haven't seen anything from last night's game. On the siren, he did a dance. You see Brody Grundy shush the crowd. Corinne? No, but I knew he'd get a goal. He always kicks a goal in Adelaide. I had a multi that was going to win $200, and then Jack Viney was like two touches short. Oh, really? And I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just showed Rose footage of Ken dancing on the sidelines, which I'm assuming all those listening would have seen. Seeing Ken's reactions on the bench makes makes it all worth it. That he's on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what I'm not loving though? This everyone putting the butter emoji. Or, like it's like <laughs> just doesn't it quite hit, you know? Tyson Sengel, my brethren. He's gold. Who's whose is your favourite Guernsey this round? Um Oh, out on the full lucky Schultz doesn't love the goal as much. I, as I do quite like Frios. I hate Geelong's. Mm. Mm. I think um, St Kilda's is good. Yeah, I love St Kilda's. I like the changing of Yellow, but I think the actual like, in terms of the sort of artwork and that kind of thing, it's pretty boring. Yeah, but that's the whole thing is changing to mm. Yellow's as the original play. Yeah, you well then I don't, you don't like need it. A, you don't need to overdo it. Mm. Well, that's kind of what it is now, though. It's like anyone who doesn't go all in is like, oh. Like Collingwood. Kind of, but not so much as I had, like, other ones we've had have been worse, like when we just had, like, a couple feathers. We've got a fan question. Oh, nice. Should we hear it? Yep. Rosie, ready? Mm hmm. Johnny P. Dynamo on Instagram asks Julie, the Collingwood player's mum, let's give him his his full credit Bo McCreary's mum Julie Bo McCreary's mum went viral with her pre-game speech last week what would host say if you got a chance to address your team before the match great question Johnny P Dynamo on Instagram I don't think I could do a better job than Julie to be honest she she did a cracking job she did fire him up hmm what would I say well, it depends. Am I the coach or am I just giving them a, a, guest a guest? I'm a guest star. speaker. Okay, this is what I would, I would center my speech then around around Ken and doing it for Ken because he's raised all of you. Because I, I'm saying, I think I said I this. Like, you're like telling them off. 
I feel like I said this on the podcast a few weeks ago, but my concern about if Ken goes is that the club, all the young players will be like, like even last night when they interviewed Zach Butters after the game, he said, oh, I just want to shout out to Kenny. Like they, I, I think the core is so in support of him that if he, he left, it would be lights out, Alberton. So I would say, yeah. you know what he's done for you. What are you going to do for him? <laughs> when? Both you guys wanted him fired like three weeks ago. I never wanted him fired. It's on the pod. I never yeah. wanted him fired. You said that he's not the man. I don't think he's the man, but I don't want him fired. When? I've said this all along. Is that <laughs> I don't want him fired because I think the team will fall apart because so of the people's classic, he has. It'll be a classic Jeremy Clarkson getting quote-unquote fired from the BBC when he actually just didn't get his contract renewed. I guess. Um, yeah. Well, I remember the reason I asked you for that question mm. was because everyone in the club has always really loved him. And so then it yeah. was very like confusing for to hear from supporters that they didn't want well, I did see a stat last night that he's the longest serving AFL coach without a grand final appearance ever, which I think that is why, Ooh. basically. It's because I think people are like, look, we like the guy, but he's just not, it's like a performance management thing. Yeah. Has John Longway, I know he's like been in the grand final, he hasn't won any though, has he? Yeah. No, he won. They won in 2012. Was that him? Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure it was him, yeah. And, they and were, then 2008 they've been in the grand final. Rose. Yeah, but they've yeah. been in the grand final twice since then as well. Yeah. So he's had three. Yeah, that's pretty in good. In the same amount of time. Anyway, I, that's not to say that I want him gone, but... And it's not that he's, like, doing a bad job. Obviously, Port are good this year, but I think people, like, look at the big picture and they go, okay, well, like, when do you draw the line? Rose, <laughs> what would you say? I don't know. It really is dependent on what my relationship is to, like why the fuck am I in there because um, it's like if you're one of the players mums then it's like anything you say is going to be well, you're just an absolute in there, cracker you're in there as you're, in your role as football personality because mm-hmm. we're because of the podcast they get you in because they know you're a Collingwood supporter and they want they want you to fire up the, the boys as the voice of the, the faithful I just told them how beautiful they all are probably not I don't know <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's okay. Maybe I would just let my instinct take over at the time. Yeah. You're a, well, you're a practice public speaker now. All right, so we're back for second quarter. 20 plays, 22 Geelong's way. How did Geelong end that quarter in front? It really felt like they were, they were dominating. Single. I know, but I, I know, like, the how, but I mean, like, the, the, mm. the deeper how. It yeah. Didn't, it didn't feel like they were getting any of the play at all. Well... It's kind of Lockie Schultz's fault, isn't it? Mm, if, true. If Rio lose this game, it's Lockie Schultz's fault. That's so true and fair and the only, only point. What do you guys think of the um, not paying, like, around the neck barely ever anymore? Yes. Mm. In relation as well. It's becoming a bit difficult, isn't it? Yeah. And also in, like, the wider context of, like, we must protect the players at all costs. And then... Oh, and he's missed. Five misses. No chance for glory. I feel like there's so many players with sort of shoulder-length hair, particularly playing today, but across the league right now, and they all do the the Darcy Moore, the forehead, the headband around the, you know, around the top. Mm-hmm. But that that can't be like why not just tie it back in a little pony? You know, that can't be the most like it's still down while you're running around. Yeah, 
They can't be the most... Um, and the headbands people. seem to, like, practical, pragmatic. Practical, yeah. Efficient. Perhaps. Yeah, I guess. All, all three of those apply. Oh. What's going on? Oh, there's a streaker. Oh. Show us. This is boring. Show I don't us, want to see the coach. Show us. We see s- if we can see in the reflection of the glass. <laughs> we saw bloody Nathan Murphy's ass against all of our wheels a thousand times last week. Show us this streaker. Mm. It's interesting that the streaker got on despite the presence of the jail. Because you'd think that would be protective from that. Yeah. How would he get down? Well, he'd know he's not coming back the other way. Mm. I want to be at a game with a streaker. There was one. I feel like people don't care. I'd be so excited. There's a minute where it's like, woo, but then it goes on for a long time and you're like, right, let's get Also, no one's naked anymore. Yeah, that's the last time we were at a port game and there was one, he was in like a full balaclava. Well, that's a bit weird. It was weird. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, streakers need to. Whatever happened to streaking? We need more nude streakers. Well, they would actually get quite a significant fine, so that's probably why. Or just wear undies then. I think they still get a fine. Oh, but it's like if you're gonna... No, I mean like if you're gonna streak. Like streak. I wonder if... I'm not saying like we need more streakers in the world. I'm saying we need more committed streakers of the existing streaking community. I wonder if there would be sort of like subcategories within the fine because it's like public indecency to be nude. On top... Like if you were standing in the crowd nude, you would still get a fine. And then if you are standing on the oval clothes, you get a fine. So imagine if you were at the cross section where you were on the field and you were nude, you'd get the double fine. What if someone wore, obviously all of these uniforms of the AFL players are available to purchase. (laughs) If someone replicated the outfit, Mm. how long would they... I think you get to see more of them as well because... That's a really great question. The camera staff wouldn't wouldn't realize wouldn't know what's going on but that that would take a lot of prep work because you'd have to buy the guernsey buy the shorts iron on the numbers a lot of people already would have that ready to go that's true i dare say oh in the back for jezza outdoor athlete look at this little cutie girl that's exactly what he's doing oh i don't i see what you mean now about the back of the geelong guernsey yeah, the they're race, like piped. The, the race of strikes again. You're right, St Kilda's have set the tone for... Well, Geelong had it originally, because oh, I think really? their oh. Guernsey is the only one that's designed by Cotton On. Right. Potentially. Oh, outdoor athlete misses to the left. Has he got his kicking boots on tonight, Jezza? Oh, Darty. He's kicked three behinds already. He and looks so like he's dyed his hair darker. He may well have. And corresponding brows. What happened to Jay? He's crumbled under the pressure. I know it's early, but it's like... Yeah, it's because he thought... He had a month of great football, and now... Well, it's because everyone said, he's can he get, get to 100? I'd drop him. What? Yeah, but you would have dropped <laughs> him at his best, just out of spite. I never would have recruited someone who's played for the Giants. <laughs> what about Bobby Hill? Yeah. Also, Taylor Adams and... Hyphen. Hyphen Elliot. Did Hyphen Elliot play for Giants? Yeah, he came with Trelaw. Really? I think. Um, yeah, Trelaw, Adams and Hyphen all came in around the same time. There could be others. I don't know. There could be others amongst us. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another fan question. This one's probably for you, Rose. Mm. 
the Carlton Draft asks on Instagram, will Jack Ginnaman play Tomoz? Hells yeah. Has he been picked? Yeah. He's what? in the starting lineup. Wasn't he dropped last time though? No, he played last week. Oh, okay. Well, then there we go. That question's answered very easily. Um, and he kicked two goals, I believe. Really? Yeah. I thought he, like, just got dropped. He was he was subbing a little, um, but who came out last week? I don't remember. I don't know. I really liked Jack Goodman because whenever he gets the ball, he runs in a circle and then everyone's like, whoa, which way are you going to go? And he's like, <laughs> wouldn't you like to find out? And then we do, and it's usually really exciting. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. I do like Jack. Also, he seems really nice. He does seem really nice. I want to know who that baby was, though, that he'd, like, Mm. wound up with looking after in the room. He probably has a niece or a nephew or something. Yeah, because they're the 33 on, so it had to be. Um, Sarong's also become a man like Zach Bardo. He's cut his hair. Sarong's so good. Good for him, I say. He seems nice, too. Inoffensive. I don't know... Like, what's his personality? What's his story? Maybe we'll look at I've Instagram. seen his Instagram before, and he seems nice. Let me decide for myself. Okay. Do you still, like, care a lot about Fremantle, like you did last year? Um, to be honest, I think this is the first Fremantle game I've watched all year, so... I'm in support of them, but... <laughs> it's I don't know why that's funny, just the way it's coming from the chair. I like Fremantle, yeah, but I'm not, you know, um, I'm not a paying member, that's for sure. Yeah, I know, but you were, you know, all your passwords last year. Oh, yeah. All this sort of stuff. No, they're not any of my passwords right now. I don't have any football-related passwords right now. Oh, to be on a footballer's salary travelling around Italy in October. Hmm. Look, his photos are fine. The content's fine. The captions could really use some work. Yeah, but he's only like 20. Like croissants are goated. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> croissants are goated. <laughs> he's not wrong. Caleb Sarong is, is, is not so wrong about the fact that croissants are goated. I had an almond croissant from... Have you been to Maison, Maison Clement on Curry Street? <laughs> no. I had an armor croissant from there for breakfast yesterday because I was running late, so I didn't have time to get have breakfast at home. And it was only four dollars fifty. I feel like when you, you usually at cafes, armor croissants are like seven dollars. Yeah, that was how much I, my armor croissant this morning was like oh. nine dollars. They're Shult. back in front. Lucky Schultz, goal in the goal square. He's a little sneaky bastard. You a goal sneaky bastard. Fuck. He's a goal sneaky bastard. Brown low with this one. So love again. heart. I will not say it again. Sun's out, gun's out, but neither your guns are out, nor are you in the sun. Alright, maybe I don't If I think if I dissected anybody's Instagram captions, including my own to this extent, I would walk away disappointed. Let's play a game where I read out a Instagram caption and we guess if it's someone we know or a football player. No, that's not good. What should we do? Do guess two football players and I guess, okay. guess okay. which one it is. Let's do um, no, Nat you, Five. No, you, no. Wait, oh yeah, that's fine. So you choose between two. <laughs> I confused myself choose really between, quickly. You choose between Nat Five and um, someone from Geelong. Who should we do from Geelong? 
Night Five and uh, Patrick Dangerfield. I feel no, like they he's annoying. have similar. No, but I feel like they have similar. No, he does annoying dad shit on Instagram. Mm. Okay. I'll let what you about choose. Oh, Brad Close. Let's do Brad Close. My boy. Okay. The picture standing by a gondola in Italy. <laughs> the caption New dream job. Taxi driver in Venice. Is that Nat Fife or Brad Close? Brad Close. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Close's dream job is being a taxi driver in Venice. I don't think that Nat Fife would dream of such a thing. Okay. Okay. Next one. Mm-hmm. Photo is a um, pre-Brownlow shot with a miso of such. Mm-hmm. Caption. Two truths, one lie. One, I'm punching. Two, I tied my own tie. Three, I love golf. Nat Five or Brad Close? Brad Close. Yes. <laughs> well, this is too easy. No, there's no way Nat Five plays golf. I don't believe that. Yeah, he's too he's too much on the ocean. I feel like maybe the issue is there's too The age range is too different. Yeah. So let's do Caleb Sarong and Brad Close. Okay, changing it up. So why don't you do Caleb's... Oh, no, wait, because I just stalked Caleb's the wrong page. And okay, just... who's another player then? Luke Jackson. What, what was the two truths in a lie? It was the lie that he... Oh, no, didn't, you didn't say. <laughs> and to throw, like, I love golf in there? It's like, so irrelevant <laughs> to the Brownlow festivities. Surely he loves golf. I don't reckon he ties on tie. I think he doesn't like golf. Because, reckon... like, if you go to school in Australia, you know how to tie a tie. No, nah, but there's knowing how to tie a tie and then, like, tying a well. Yeah, I well, guess. Luke Jackson played for Australia in World's eight, World Under-17 Basketball World Cup in Argentina in 2018. The World Under-17 under World Basketball <laughs> of the world? Shut up. <laughs> That's pretty cool. The world yeah. is competing against the universe. <laughs> Okay, no, I'm, I'm I'm ditching this game. Okay. No, I'm I'm back. I'm back to it. I think <laughs> I'm just want to find better people to do it with. All right, I've got a good idea, but it would take some prep work. Okay, well, if next week it's an information packet, if you will, and it's like you have to guess the player, but not, but it's all based on their. Oh yeah, yeah, like a proper yeah. profile, and it's like you could describe what the picture. Okay, let, for example, let's practice now. Okay, ready. The picture is... Wait, choose someone who's not from these two teams so that... No, it's someone from these two teams. No, no, I'm saying choose someone who's not from these two teams so that it's more fair. Okay, anyway, go on. Go. Just do it. No, this is a yeah. practice run and then I'll do a different. Okay. So this... Guess which player from these two teams that we're watching today, Fremantle and Geelong, would post a photo on what appears to be a rooftop bar... Drinking a yellow cocktail next to a young lady, wearing a pinstripe top shirt with a checkered, a plaid checkered suit jacket over the top of that pinstripe shirt. Oof. And the caption is a single yellow love heart. And do you know what? I reckon you could get this because it, it's so very well brand. For both of these teams. No, he plays for one of these teams that we're watching today. So main takeaways, rooftop bar, yellow cocktail with a miso, one single yellow love heart emoji caption. First things first. That could be anyone. Is it Geelong? No. Oh, then I don't know who it is. 
Do you have a guess, Jaden? Is it Jaeger Ramiro? No, but not far off. Matt Turbiner? No. Oh. <laughs> it was Andy Brayshaw. He just oh. feels like the kind of loser who would do that. No offense. He's my, bro- <laughs> he's my brother-in-law, so it I shouldn't be, say that. But It could be any of them, though. Okay, let's That's do another one. Let's do another one. Brayshaw does kind of seem like a loser. Yeah, Not in a big way, just in a, like... Just in a nerd be way. really boring. Like a Pendlebury loser. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Out for Michael Walters. Here we go. Guess which player, not playing for either of these teams, mm-hmm. posted a photo posing with Adam Trelaw mm-hmm. saying the boys are back. The boys are back. Give me another photo. Is it from Bulldogs? No. Is it from Collingwood? Yes. Tell me another. Tell me more. Okay, another photo is this player with a dog. And the caption is, a hot new bombshell has entered the Villa XO. I know who it is. It's Brandon Maynard. No. What? Who's the... John Noble? No. Okay, another photo. You get three photos and that's... that's then I and give it away. And their bio. Darcy Moore? No. One more photo. Okay. Same player. Rose, this, will, this has got to be a dead giveaway for you. Two dogs. Wrangling two dogs in this photo. Caption, it's a lifestyle. Angel and demon emojis. So we've got boys are back, Adam Trelaw. One dog, hot new bombshell was into the villa. Two dogs wrangled in the photo. Caption, it's a lifestyle. Angel and devil emojis. What's their bio? Their bio is... No, it's too much of a giveaway. Jack Crisps? No, not Jack Crisps. Brody Grundy. He doesn't play for Collingwood. Oh, he did. Well, you said it was a you Collingwood, was a Collingwood player, player, you bowl. Well, I meant like he's from, he was, well, if I said no, you would be like, he was a Collingwood player. I thought of Brody <laughs> Grundy, but I didn't say him. Well, we'll never know if that's true, will we? Sure. And you suddenly, said it was a Collingwood player. So suddenly, while you are uh, three goals up, I'm happy for you, Justin Longmuir. Okay. Justin Longmuir seems kind of boring too. He's giving he off does, like... Yeah weird energy and all his press it's like, I know you're under stress but you're coming off really unlikable right now he's not unlikable he's just a bit awkward I think well he's I mean I can't his, tell you if you he's think he's not showing his stress as much as Adam Kingsley is my god yeah true Adam Kingsley my dad's like oh my friend Norman said he's a great guy I think he's a it's guy. like isn't that just what everyone says about anyone who's on TV um almost maybe like I feel like the football coaching thing, people are like, oh, it's like, yeah, man, it's love. I feel like people are always like, oh, he's a great guy or, oh, he's a flock. There's no, like, he's just fine. I'm just, I'm just a bit concerned for his mental health, really. Adam Kingsley. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, no one really prepared him for the stress of the job. Jackson, Luke Jackson, you're obsessed with, like, looking like you're gobbling up a mark and then just dropping it without any pressure. <laughs> He used to do it at Melbourne all the time as well. Mm. I'd notice it a lot because I often bear him to get a goal and then I'd be like, you fucking dog. It's random that he has a premiership. Isn't it crazy when someone so young has a premiership? And you're like, how'd you do that? Yeah, then they're just kind of like doing whatever. Yeah. It's like when Josh Dunkley got one when he was like 19. Mm. Still Sidebottom was 19 when he got his premiership. Isn't it random that Lockie Hunter plays for Melbourne now? Yeah. They destroyed you in a premiership. How could you ever forgive them? Loki Hunter looks like such a fucking flog. He does. He really doesn't belong at Melbourne as far as I'm concerned. Like, when I saw him celebrate with Cosy Pickett last night, I was kind of like, as if you two know each other, you know? 
Yeah. They don't seem like that. But then again, I don't think Melbourne, like, you know, they've got a lot of fucking dumbasses on their team. Like Melksham, for example. Like yeah, Melksham is. And Stephen May doesn't Superman, seem like yeah. he would be, like, great to hang out with. And, like, the fact that, like, I feel like it's just, like, so underappreciated that they punched each other in, like, a really nice restaurant. Yeah. Well, not that punch. I just can't remember who punched who. But it's like, that's such an extreme thing to do. You're right. In public at all, let alone in You're like, right. an, a presumably classy establishment. You're so right. With a whole bunch of people around. And they just have to keep on working together. Imagine if someone from your work punched you and then you had to work with them every day. Yeah. yeah. It's like the famous biffo between Josh Carr and Mark Trudeau outside the Ramsgate. Or, um... Who punched Kyle Hardigan at the Crows training? What? Was it Billy Frampton? He had like a black eye and everything. I don't know. I don't and that know was when that. they were like losing heaps and it was like they were like fighting and oh God. training. Who the like, hell's Kyle Hardigan? He was that defender that he ended up moving to Hawthorne, but he might have retired now because he was always kind of average. But on the yeah, he'd like look after the third tall or whatever. Jackson Trengrove um, punched Jay Schultz at training. Once. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, real. Are you serious? It's really messed up. Yeah. Girl I was actually talking about Jay J- 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 Schultz the other day um, because of the. I was talking to John at work about the concussion thing. Like, about how Jay Schultz is one of the ones who's come out and said he's been, like, really depressed and had problems with, like, anger and stuff because of his concussions. Yeah. And he punched someone at training. No, he got punched at training. Uh-huh. I think there was just a bit of diffo between them. I say, he's always been very angry. <laughs> very angry man. Well, that's like the else. Oh. <laughs> Who was that? Yeah, so what was the story? Someone said he threw a chair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Alistair Clarkson Ooh. allegedly threw a chair um, against the wall during the halftime address. But, yeah, we direct you to previous stories about how he punched a port fan and punched a hole in the wall. So I'm like, this is a new behaviour. Yeah. The port fan thing is like... Not necessarily something I'd point to regarding Clarko because the poor family's <laughs> being such a pest. You still don't assault yeah. someone though. No, but I think like they were getting like right up in his face. Mm. I'm not. I'm not. You know, defending us at Clarkson for everything he's ever done. Yeah, like, of I all guess things, but it was a physical not... reaction to something that wasn't physical. Mm. You know what I mean? I think it was a little bit physical, but anyway. you're a, you're a Clarkson apologist. I'm not. I'm not. Three minutes fifty. Oh, anyone got a bone to kick? Um, I'm really excited to watch the the Dreamtime game tonight. Mm. I think also because obviously my second team, Sydney, have fallen from grace spectacularly. I will no longer be excitedly watching them. <laughs> They're no longer your second team. Third, they've been demoted. Who's second now? Is second now. Really? And Even as a Collingwood supporter. Oh yeah, it'll change like next year. My second and third teams are based on who I like to watch. I know, but I would have thought that because um, you've said before about Carlton that you can never go for Carlton because of the Collingwood BFO. But I, I don't think I've said that. Yeah, I've been to Carlton games and supported Carlton. You have said that. Oh well, I was lying. <gasps> She's a liar. She's a liar. Oh, whoa, but I think as well, she's the. Uh, I I know what you mean now because it was always like it was when they were really bad. I would like. Yeah, you'd revel in it. Oh wait, what? No. Oh, but then it's like we've spoken about how it's like. 
it awakens They're very in endearing, you. and then as soon as they start to get any kind of momentum or any kind of success, mm. it gets like really ugly really quickly. Yeah, and then you're like, oh no, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't possibly. What have I been doing? <laughs> and she's a lady. Oh, Tom Stewart does not suit having a. Lady. I didn't. I, I had no idea he had like a sleeve because he, he mm. so often wears long sleeves. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't suit him at all. It's because he's blonde. Blonde people shouldn't have sleeves. Mm. Tattoo sleeves, not long sleeves. Everyone should have long sleeves. She's a lady. Ooh. Well done, Josh Tricky. So, any bones to kick? Um, yeah, so I don't know if you guys heard about how Sydney won the game. No. So, basically, there was a stoppage in the Sydney Ford 50. Uh, and North Melbourne used uh, all of their interchanges um, plus an additional one, which gave them 50 metres. Um, oh. oh, so that's the new interchange. Because do you remember there was a period maybe like five years ago where you'd get a 50 metres if you like ran through the interchange gates incorrectly? Oh. And it was happening relatively because it was like you put one foot outside of it, but then it like, still came. Oh, right. Like, or like on the line or whatever. It was a fifty. It was such a harsh penalty for something that like yeah. no one cares about. There was, I think, there was a few people saying that it should have been fifty meters. It should have been. It should have just been a free kick where the stoppage was, which I think was still probably would have resulted in a goal. But it yeah. went to like the um, the goal square. So fuck. So whose fuck up is that? Is that the coach? Is that the well player? And there was also people saying that like a North Melbourne player went off due to blood rule. So that was the reason uh. that it went over. Uh, but it's then like if there's a blood rule you have to go off so mm. so it's a catch 22 and on the AFL app it, it says interchanges made 76 out of 75 North Melbourne what role I thought you got 19 there you go 75 yeah um, so I wouldn't say that's my bone to kick but just I would have liked to see North Melbourne win that one thanks that yeah but I guess it's like it's you know it's a rule that they know about. Like they, I don't, yeah. Mm. It's annoying because it's like not actually like representative of what's going on in the game. Yep. But also, it's like, what fucking idiots the staff mm. to get to that point? Like, you, yeah. What you're, you're saying is, like, it's not like the the gap the rule was introduced halfway through the game and no one had been informed. Like they've not they. Yeah. It wasn't a um, ignorant mistake. It was a. I feel like, you know, how often do you see teams using all 75 of their interchanges? Usually well, only, only 74. Yeah. I so feel like oh, mostly when there's injuries, right? Stengel, Brethren, strikes again. Um, so he's my brother. One, two, five games whoa, left of this round. Whoa, he's my brother. Do you want to quickly do who we think will win each one? He's tired. Sure. So who do you think is going to win this one, firstly? Mm. about halfway um, through I think Frio yeah I, I really Frio. regret that I didn't change my tip me too oh well um then I think Brisbane who they play against, against the Suns yeah oh my god it was all do oh, so I think I tipped Geelong mm. but I think Frio will win from here mm. would you agree mm-hmm. uh and then the Gold Cans versus Brisbane sorry Ross Frio also look like they care a lot more about this than Geelong appear to mm-hmm. um uh, Briz 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 But you know I'm not going past The, the gold cunts For that one um, They're in with the charts For sure 
uh, Dreamtime game tonight, Essendon versus Richmond. Yes. Uh, I tipped Richmond, but I might change it actually. I think S. I think I think Rich. Not for many reasons other than, you know, when Richmond are on, they're on, and they were pretty on last week. So. Oh well, I'm so happy that Geelong are doing badly again in life. Imagine if they get knocked out of the eight by the end of this round. What a dream. Surely they won't. Is that an option? They've only won five games because they lost their first three. True. And then they lost last week. So they could finish the round five and five, which is like, what a, what a life. Um, and they would, oh, they wouldn't go out completely, but uh, Fremantle would very appropriately usurp them. I said in the while. Oh, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow after the round so far, we get Hawthorne Hawks versus the West Coast Eagles. Um, God, that's talking about the bottom remember. of the bucket. Oh, uh, tip Hawthorne. Where are they? Are they I've tipped Hawthorne that's as well. Utah's. Yeah. You'd have to tip Hawthorne, wouldn't you? Uh, and then Carlton versus Collingwood tomorrow. The MCG should be a cracker. Cole. 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 Uh, Always and Cole. Last game of the rounds. Pre-bounce. GWS Giants versus St Kilda Saints. St Kilda Saints. Actually, I might change that. GWS. I'm changing that to Giants. The yeah. Giants Stadium. I'm, I'm good. I'm changing that. And I might change my... Uh, uh, what's been happening with S recently? They've been... They've lost a couple, haven't they? Yeah, yeah I'll keep Richmond. But they've been very competitive and... I don't know, I didn't see Richmond's game last week, but I'm not buying into the hype of one good game against Apache Geelong. Yeah, that's fair. All He's right. my brother. So that's the round. Tyson is my brother. All right, 52 Wally plays 43 Geelong, and um, you all listening will know how it ends. So you've, you've got that bit of knowledge over us, so enjoy, enjoy that. Enjoy feeling smug and superior in this moment, knowing how it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, Very good. And we will see you next week. Woo-hoo. Have a good one. Woo-hoo-hoo.